wounded in the Battle of Crete when the island capitulated, the Germans came in and we were taken prisoner. There was no hospital where the Battle of Retamo was, there was no hospital, so my wound got infected, my leg got infected. And and by the time the Germans took over, they saved my life, actually, because... How do you feel about that now? Because obviously, you said they've saved your life, but then obviously, what happened after? Do you feel that you're lucky, or is it very unlucky? Or... It's a, it's a, it is a funny feeling, because it gave me an insight into the German uh, people, because they, they still thought about, you know, the wounded people, and they still, in our case, followed the Geneva Convention, and... And so they looked after us. You know. That helped my in my car, incarceration in Germany. The fact that I'd been wounded, I I wasn't forced to go out into the mines and all that sort of thing. What about once you were inside the prison? Did they treat you fairly or? Horrible? Oh, we were treated fairly, but they, uh, it was cold and it was uh, not. They were, were cold and hungry, but after a while, your stomach got smaller and, and you didn't notice the fact that you were, had been hungry. And somebody said to me, there's a hole in the fence behind the barrack up the back, so I had to go and have a look. Yeah. So I went out and I, was, I went across the road and a German officer stepped out onto the road from the other side and we met in the middle of the road. And I thought, uh uh-uh. <laughs> That's the end of me, mate. Right, and obviously it wasn't. And he said in perfect English, that, or, or American actually, he said, I'm an, I'm an American. I came home to, my, to see my grandfather because I'd migrated after the First World War. Yeah. And they shoved me in the army and gave me a commission. And he said, now I'm getting, I'm getting away I don't know whether the Germans will, will, will shoot me or the, or the Americans. Oh, my gosh. He sat down and, and drew, drew me a mud map in the middle of the road of, of where the American forces were, told me how I could get there without Being. going on the main roads. Yeah. And so that's what we did. So I went back to the camp and I had a cousin. I said to Brian, 9 o'clock tomorrow night, I'm off. So it, when the time came... He lined up with his bat and finished up with seven of us and we were wet and cold. Brian said, see the little village, he said, I'll go down there and uh, see what I can find. He said, I want a, I want a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> when I met my wife, she'd been four years in the Air Force. I was introduced to her and went on a dance on the floor. I said to her, you wouldn't like a beer, would you? <laughs> she said... Too right, I would. <laughs> anyway, we'd go out and I produced my beer and we had our drink of beer and went back and had a few more dances and then made arrangements to meet her a fortnight later and, the, and she said, i got something to tell you. She said, I've got a job to go back to in uh, Canberra. I had to think fast. <laughs> I said, i got a job for you. And she said, what's that? I said, look after me for the rest of my life. Oh, you're romantic, Oh, real romantic. <laughs> she said she would. Uh, we, uh, yeah, we finished up back in the wheat belt and then we finished up at Boyer Brook before we came here. That was the start of uh, my uh, 
nightmares and all things, you know. It's, I used to grab her around the throat and all sorts of things. That she she knew yeah. she knew what was thing was, and she used elbow into my ribs. I've always had sore ribs for for the first few years. It, you know, she reckoned that. Do you remember having them or they just happened in your sleep? Oh, I remember the nightmares. They were so vivid, you know. Somebody who was sneaking, sort of creeping up to to either shoot you or put a knife into you. All real nightmares, you know. Nobody talked about it. See, you, you couldn't talk about it because you were mental. You couldn't go to the bank. You couldn't, you just couldn't mention it to anybody. But luckily the, she, uh, she understood. When I came, when I, when I went for discharge, she came out and, and took me downtown and you know, we went for a meal together and I thought, mm, this might be interesting. <laughs> Ryan and Rosie.